welcome to this episode of Oncology on Air podcast. I am Dr. Prashant. This is part 2 of our discussion on the emerging treatment strategies in metastatic colorectal cancer. In this presentation we will talk specifically about immunotherapy in colorectal cancer. We spoke about it briefly in part 1. Non-complementary base pairings during DNA replication are repaired by mismatch repair. and the latter is essential for genome homeostasis a decrease in mmr function can change the number of microsatellite repeats to one of the several bases a phenomena known as microsatellite instability up to 15% of patients with colorectal cancer are msi high however a lower percentage of stage 4 crcs at 3 to 6% are mismatch repair deficient or msi high Sporadic MSI high CRC tumors are associated with specific phenotypes including older age, female gender, BRAF mutations and enrichment in CPG island methylation status. In metastatic colorectal cancer, Keynote 164 was a phase 2 trial of pembrolizumab in previously treated patients who were MSI high. 61 patients were enrolled in arm A that is those who received more than two prior therapies and 63 in arm b as in those who received more than one prior therapy the primary endpoint the objective response rate was 33% in both cohorts with a median duration of response not reached in either cohort median overall survival was 31.4 months in arm a and not reached in arm b which supports the durability of the clinical benefit of pembrolizumab in patients with msi high tumors treatment related grade 3 adverse events occurred only in 18 patients that is 14.5% pembrolizumab monotherapy demonstrated sustained clinical response in previously treated msi high tumors based on the encouraging data from keynote 164 the role of immunotherapy was evaluated in keynote 177 a trial which we spoke about in part 1 as well keynote 177 was a phase 3 trial evaluating the efficacy and safety of pembrolizumab versus chemotherapy for the first line for treatment of msi high metastatic colorectal cancer progression free survival the primary endpoint was 16.5 months in the pembrolizumab group and 8.2 months in the standard chemotherapy group indicating a significantly longer pfs in the pembrolizumab group The pembrolizumab group also fared better in the subgroup analysis concerning race, BRAF mutation, KRAS or NRAS mutation and primary tumor location. In addition, the frequency of grade 3 or higher adverse events was lower in the pembrolizumab group compared to standard chemotherapy, 56% versus 78%. The results confirm that pembrolizumab should be the standard of care for first line treatment of patients with msi high or deficient mismatch repair colorectal cancer the checkmate 142 study was a phase 2 trial to look at nivolumab as monotherapy in previously treated msi high tumors 74 patients who were previously treated were enrolled the primary endpoint was response rate at 31% and disease control rate was 69% The overall survival did not reach the median regardless of PDL1 expression 
BRAF or KRAS mutations or Lynch syndrome. These results suggest that nivolumab could be a treatment option in previously treated patients with deficient mismatch repair. Checkmate 142 is a multi-tiered study which included two treatment arms, nivolumab monotherapy and nivolumab plus ipilimumab in the MSI high cohort. The combination therapy group achieved an objective response rate and disease control rate of 69 and 84% respectively. Complete response was observed in 13% of patients. The secondary endpoint of progression-free survival and median overall survival were not reached. An indirect comparison of Checkmate 142 cohorts suggested that nivolumab plus low-dose ipilimumab demonstrated improved clinical benefit relative to nivolumab monotherapy with a favorable benefit-risk profile in second-line MSI-high deficient mismatch repair metastatic colorectal cancer. Grade 3 and 4 treatment-related adverse events were more frequent in the combination therapy, suggesting the need to target patients appropriately. Nivolumab plus ipilimumab therapy is the first combination of immunotherapy drugs approved for metastatic colorectal cancer. The combination of immune checkpoint inhibitors demonstrated extremely high efficacy in this population and this study is being followed up with a randomized Phase 3 Checkmate 8HW which may affect clinical practice in the future. The Checkmate 9 by 8 or 9 into 8 study examined the additional effect of nivolumab combined with modified Fulfox 6 plus bevacizumab in the first line in patients with treatment-naive, unresectable colorectal cancer. This study included both microsatellite-stable as well as microsatellite-instability-high cases there was no difference in the progression-free survival, which was the primary endpoint. However, progression-free survival rates after 12 months were higher in the nivolumab combination group compared with standard chemotherapy group. This suggests that there is a subpopulation with prolonged disease control with the addition of nivolumab. The overall response rate was higher and responses were more durable with nivolumab with chemotherapy compared to chemotherapy alone. The Keynote 158 study examined MSI high solid tumors other than colorectal cancer, such as endometrial, gastric, small intestinal, pancreatic, and tumors from the biliary tract. The reason we are talking about it here is to introduce the concept of tumor mutation burden. In this study, patients with MSI high advanced non-colorectal cancer who experienced failure with prior therapy received pembrolizumab monotherapy. The primary endpoint, the objective response rate was 34.3% and the median progression-free and overall survival was 4.1 and 23.5 months respectively. In a prospective exploratory analysis of this study, tumor mutation burden was measured by Foundation 1 CDX and analyzed separately in tumor mutation high and non-tumor mutation high populations. The primary overall response rate was 29% in the TMB high group and 6% in the non-TMB high group. The results showed that patients with TMB high were responsive candidates for pembrolizumab therapy. The FDA specified a cutoff of more than 10 mutations per megabase TMB by the Foundation 1 assay. However, 
tumor mutation burden is a continuous variable and whether this is the optimal threshold for all cancers is presently unclear. Evidence suggests that tumor progression is strongly dependent on the tumor microenvironment. The presence of tumor infiltrating lymphocytes indicates an inflamed TME and is associated with MSI high status and a high neoantigen load. Gallen et al. have proposed the tool Immunoscore that is based on type, density, location and functionality of immune cells within distinct tumor regions. Smirk et al. have proposed the quantification of tumor infiltrating lymphocytes as a screening method for selecting colorectal cancer patients for MSI testing. They found that a tumor infiltrating lymphocyte count of 5 yields a 93% sensitivity and 62% specificity for MSI high status. In addition to what we just spoke about, the newer concept of neoantigen burden is being evaluated in clinical trials. Neoantigen burden is the total number of neoantigens produced by somatic mutations of a tumor genome. A higher neoantigen burden is associated with improved immune therapy response. The adverse events due to immunotherapy are immunostimulatory as opposed to that of chemotherapy which are immunosuppressive. The most common immune-related adverse events in metastatic colorectal cancer include asthenia, diarrhea, rash, endocrinopathies, mainly hypophysitis and hypothyroidism, hepatitis and pneumonia. Grade 3 or 4 immune-related adverse events to the tune of 20% was seen in the Checkmate 142 trial, which included 74 patients with deficient mismatch repair metastatic colorectal cancer treated with nivolumab. We will have a separate episode on immune-related adverse events and their management. To summarize, immunotherapy has revolutionized the treatment of MSI-high metastatic colorectal cancer and must be considered for all patients with this tumor subtype. With that, we have come to the end of this episode. Thanks for listening.